Welcome to Healing Your Families. I like to support parents and help them move from that frustration, stress, and overwhelm to feeling calm, confident, and joyful so they can achieve the quality of family life that they desire. I am so excited for my guests today. I see them as being able to help women, mothers especially, and feeling more confident, more capable. So I'd like to introduce Cranford and his wife, Penny, Cranford and Penny Blackman. And Cranford is the founder of Femvincible. Well, and Penny helps him with it too. So Cranford and Penny, welcome. Thank you for having us, Emily. I certainly appreciate you asking us to be on. Well, I'm glad you're able to come. I got, as you were describing to me what you do, it was just sounded so exciting of all the potential there. So start out by telling me how it started. What led to Femvincible? What started Femvincible was what, seven, seven years ago uh, when our oldest daughter was in college and her best friend uh, got attacked in her home. Uh, and it was terrible. Of course, any attack is terrible, uh, but she ended up in the hospital and now can't have children. Uh, but she, I mean, she was a very capable young woman. And the stuff that she had learned to do, which so many women here is what to do if they're being attacked by a, a, a predator or a man, uh, it didn't work. And so after, you know, after this experience and her just harrowing <laughs> ordeal with this, and then with the police afterward, with all the doctors afterwards, I was just really frustrated. And my thought was, why is it, why isn't there something that works for any woman of any size, of any shape? I mean, this young lady, it's not like she was a tiny petite thing. She was a very healthy, capable woman and was intending to be a police after graduating. So it was, yeah, I was just frustrated. I'm like, why hasn't somebody created a program that helps women of any size, shape, fitness level to, to protect themselves that will work and works all the time? Uh, regardless of how big the bad guy is. And as I was just fuming about it, it's like I heard a voice from somewhere else go, well, why haven't you created it, Cranford? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I, I guess I should look at that. And I got to thinking, you know, well, I'm a veteran of the Army, a, a veteran of the Air Force. You know, I've been a police officer. I've been in corrections. I've been a a federal agent. I've been an anti-terror agent. I'm like, okay, I, I guess I actually have the training to put together a good program. Uh, and so I did. I started putting a, a program together. And initially, it was mostly an anti-rape course. It was a protect yourself from bad things happening. And over the years, I decided I need to change that because I think there's a whole lot more here 
that will work that is even more impactful than just a what to do when somebody has their hands on you. And that's where I came up with the idea of the Femvincible programs, which is five separate courses. But what those courses teach, there's still the what do you do with your with somebody puts their hands on you? That's the last program I teach now because there's so much a woman can do before that ever happens to prevent uh, herself from even being seen as a target for a predator. So that when a predator looks at her, he goes, no, not her. And he moves on along down the road, which that's the biggest win of all that nothing happened. Uh, so the way I started putting it together, I'm like, I know from my history in law enforcement, that the thing that predators look for are women who have low self-confidence or don't believe in themselves uh, or unsure about themselves. And so I decided when I built Femvincible, it's gonna be focused on helping women see the power they already have. It's already in them. And it creates a confidence that puts off a vibe that says, I'm not, an easy target. I'm not easy to manipulate. I'm not somebody you can control. And that's just one of the most powerful things out there to stop predatory behavior. And the other thing that was important to me was that all of it needed to be simple enough that you could learn it in one course and that you could teach your children because I really don't think the place for children to learn to be confident, powerful, and safe is from some stranger, you know, me. I think they should watch mom and dad be confident, watch mom and dad be respectful of each other to see what, you know, a strong relationship looks like, to see what it looks like to be confident as an adult so that they learn how to do it. So, all of the skills that I teach in my courses, they're all teachable to children as well. But I, I ask mom and dads to do it. They've, I've had people ask me, will you teach my children? I'm like, no, I'll teach you. But I want you to show your children how to do this. I want you to be the I, model that they follow. I am so with you on that one. I firmly convinced, always say, the most powerful lesson for your child is your example. So I love that attitude. Teach the parents. They can teach the children. Now, the other thing that's exciting for me about these courses, I understand they're wife tested. They are. <laughs> My wife, Penny, here, you know, she, uh, we've been together for what, 16 years now. And when I was putting this program together, she was my guinea pig for does this make sense to women? You know, because as much as I really have a passion for helping women, I can't think like a woman. So it was wonderful and just priceless to have her input. I mean, you know, she's also experienced some to she's also experienced trauma in her life as well and some violence. So it was, yeah, it was priceless to get her input on does this ring true for you? Does this click for you? You know, and does it make you feel more capable and more powerful? 
And, and Penny, you're involved in this business too, right? Yeah, I do a lot more behind the scenes for him and stuff, but I definitely, um, I'm so grateful for the stuff I've been taught. I remember one of the things that, that really helped during, um, you know, the, the creating the courses as far as my input is one thing we hadn't even thought about having to have part of the courses. Um, there was something he was teaching and I had a trigger response from my, from my trauma. And all of a sudden, and he knew what that looked like in me because we had, you know, we'd been together for so long. He saw it, he knew it, we were able to handle it. And then we were able to go forward saying, okay, so we recognize that a lot of people that will take these courses have had some past trauma. So how do we handle that? You know, so he was able, you know, between the two of us, we were able to come up with, you know, the, the actual process when that happens. Um, to allow the the container of the class to be able to be part of that healing as well, um, and to recognize and and see when that's happening. So that was pretty powerful to be able to just it's just something we didn't write in the the little um, you know itinerary of what was going to happen, you know, but it just happened organically, and we were able to go. All right, this is something to be aware of. You know, that, that's, one of, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that's a component I hadn't even considered. Yeah, to be aware that there's you know potential triggers and knowing how to work through that you know to me that's just that's just empowering yeah it's beautiful and it was because it was able to we're able to stop and take care of what was up in that moment and apply it to what we were what we were learning and teaching and I was able to kind of go back and kind of almost recreate that situation in a more empowered response and it really helped a lot with my healing with that piece. Which is so important, you know, because really, I think the majority of women that have been through my programs are violence survivors. And it's interesting that that triggering event that happened for Penny was not even during a class that's like a hands-on fighting class. It was, you know, a, just a quiet class thing and something triggered a memory for her and yeah. we were able to work with it that's one of the other things that i've found from some of my my uh i never know do i call them clients or customers or students <laughs> 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 but um oh i lost my train of thought it's a pretty wobbly track there anyway um but but you had learned from your students in you know when a trigger comes up a memory Oh, right. How to work so, through it. Yeah. The thing that a lot of women were worried about was they had been to self-defense classes before and the instructors were very drill sergeant like or very loud and, you know, trying to bring across the power and strength and confidence in the class. But a lot of the women that I've talked to were intimidated by it, you know, and they were so intimidated. They said, I didn't even want to ask questions. Uh, so, you know, that's another place that I looked at. And I said, I, I don't want anyone to be uncomfortable in my class. So, you know, we build in a lot of relaxation, a lot of, you know, laughter. Uh, and there's no loud stuff. There's no harsh stuff. Because one, I don't want the women there to be afraid. But two, I want you to go home and teach your children and teach them in that calm, confident, playful, fun way to help them learn how to not be bullied, how to not be trafficked, how to be more trouble than a kidnapper wants to deal with. 
Uh, so, and even in, you know, class number five, which is the hands-on, it's still a very relaxed, enjoyable course that, yeah, we, we laugh. I think people are surprised at how much we laugh and, and have a good time in class, but well, even, that, oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say my observation of past trainings I'm familiar with, I've been through, they either made you fearful. It was things like don't get onto an elevator alone. You know, if a man gets on the elevator, then you get off and, you know, don't go in a dark place. Don't do this. And, or, you know, gouge him in the eyes. And, and I'm thinking, I don't know that I feel comfortable with the thought of trying to gouge out somebody's eye. And, and they, to me, I did not find them useful, but as I listened to you describe your course, I could just immediately see how, women who take it would leave feeling empowered. They would Mm -hmm. feel like, yeah, I can stand up to the office bully. I can go ahead and ask for that raise. I can make eye contact. So tell us a little bit about some of what you, about your courses. Okay, sure. Uh, And I'm sure people are, are curious about when you say how to ask for a raise, when people generally look at me and think, he's a self-defense instructor. Nope, that's not what I teach. <laughs> you know, I te- it's, it's really, it's, I look at it almost as an empowering transformational program that uses personal safety, self-protection as the vehicle to learn it. But it goes from learning things like how to, to use your own intuition, you know, how to use it, how to control it, because you can actually consciously control what your intuition looks for and what it tells you uh, in good things and bad things. So that's that's the first course. It's about intuition. And it's one of those places where I'll teach women, not only can you recognize when there's danger around, you can recognize easier and quicker when there's something wrong with your child or when something's amiss with your, in your relationship, or when something's going on at the office that says there may be an opportunity for growth here, or there may be an opportunity for me to finally get to stand up and shine in this place. So it's not just about bad guys. It's how to look at any situation, use the tools that you have to make the most of it. And, you know, I've had women ask me, well, won't I be afraid all the time if I'm just being that aware, you know, situational awareness and everything? Won't I just see bad stuff everywhere? I'm like, goodness, no, you can do that right now. You know, the goal of what I teach is for you to recognize that dangers aren't as horrible as a predator wants you to believe. And that you are far more capable then you have been led to believe by what you've heard in the media, by what you've heard by, you know, ex-boyfriends or whoever that have said negative things to you about yourself. When they're learning about who they are, what capabilities are within them, they stand up a little bit taller. They're willing to look you in the eye. They're okay telling a guy, I said no. And they're also better off standing in front of the boardroom, giving that presentation to the CEO or to stand up and ask for that raise, or to teach that course they wanted to, or to get up on a TEDx stage. So there's there's just so many parts to it, whether it's 
learning a greater level of intuition or being able to look around you and see everything as a resource. I think that's the biggest thing is that I was one of those. I'm like, because I really believe what you focus on, you get in life, you know? And so I'm like, if I'm focused on bad guy, bad guy, bad guys, isn't that going to bring more towards me? And what he teaches um, is really focusing on solutions. And so I'm walking through now going, I can use that. I can do that. I can do this, you know? And so now I'm looking for solutions, which changes my posture changes my energy, changes the, you know, like I just get off the rate, either off the radar of a predator, or I am now somebody that like, that is not the, the, the target I'm looking for. Like they might, they'll, they'll definitely see me because I'm like, I have a presence, you know, and that same presence pulls in through my career as well. You know, um, I think a lot of times, I think it, a lot of times, you know, my women, my generation and up, especially um, you know, that we kind of have that boardroom, you know, stand in the back and yet we want to stand forward and stuff like that, you know. And so as you're looking for those solutions, this confidence in who I am and that I can see solutions and I have a voice and all of those things come forward in the other places of my life. You know, um, you know, I think even in our relationship, you know, we I got more vocal not that I was a mouse before I don't think he would have been attracted to a little mouse or anything like that but inside I had that little place in me it goes is it okay to speak this is it okay to want this is it okay to you know to to present this you know just from whatever my generational stuff was you know and so that was really empowering to recognize it wasn't the problems I was looking for it was the solutions I love that it's what you focus on what you're looking for. I also love that thought of learning to trust your own intuition. Sometimes we doubt ourselves and we're thinking, oh, I'm, I'm being too imaginative. I'm, I'm making that up. Right. So, and, which is, it's terrible that, you know, women have had men make fun of in, women's intuition for so long that I think some women are, have kind of pushed it down themselves. And it's an incredibly powerful tool. I mean, it's the most basic survival alarm system you can have, you know. Uh, oh, I, I know what else I was going to share with you. When I think about being in like in a business situation, I think it becomes much easier to face something like a boss or a promotion uh, or, you know, even a fire in your home when you've learned to see yourself as somebody that can handle a predator who enters your home or tries to push you in a car. Because if I'm prepared and capable of stopping trouble that's way up here, well, this is just my boss. This is just an unpleasant person at the market. You know, this is just somebody standing too close to me on the bus eyeballing me. Yes, of course I can stand up to that. I know how to stop someone trying to take my child. I know how to stop someone who's trying to push me into a van, you know, so there's just so much. It's like an awakening of power. I hate to call it empowerment because it's already there. It's already within every woman, but it's awakening it, you know, to, and I don't need to trust it. Yes. You know, yeah. Because right. I think, I think that, all right, here's my little soapbox. I think that men were so, you know, in the, in the male form of corporate thing, because we are so, as women, so in touch with our intuition and that inner knowing is so strong that they kind of had to go through a time there that they made that wrong, 
you know, or, you know, you're just overthinking it. And inside now we're questioning, am I, am I really overthinking that? You know, is it something? And so we push it down and we push it down, push it down where, when we recognize that that's our superpower, <laughs> you know, that, okay, there's something going on here. You know, part of what he does in the intuition class is looking at, is this intuition something really I need to, you know, look at that, hey, it's the external world saying something's gone going on, or is it my internal, maybe lack of self-belief that is, is, is telling me that there's a problem and learning how to dis discern between those two things so that you can find that this is something I need to stand on, or this is something I need to work through, <laughs> you know? Yes, you, you just hit on something, a really valid point. I think there for a while, women felt to compete with men, we need to become more like them. We need yeah. to become more logical, more, you know, not rely on our intuition. But we're learning, like you said, it's our superpower. Yeah. And Cranford does it so beautifully. Like, I think one of the reasons why I was attracted to him is because he does honor that in women. He sees, he sees women as just this powerful beautiful essence that just needs to be vibrant you know and so um that was never a play in my first marriage it was a push that down push that down I was definitely the person behind you know and although I do behind the scenes in his stuff I never feel behind the scenes in our life or anything like I'm so I'm so grateful for who he is and the way that he honors women and I you know just even you saying hey when I talk to you it's like gosh I really just love this about you. It's really about who he is and how he holds that place for who we are and our role to stand up in society and say and be seen. I think you just paid him the greatest compliment a wife can pay a husband. That is so sweet. And I agree with you. He has that demeanor that he genuinely cares about women and he generally wants, very genuinely wants to help them. He wants them to recognize their power and to tap into it and to use and it now. Very Cranford. little bit of selfishness in there though, because I really believe that the only way we get better here on the planet, you know, we men have been in charge for a long time. And I really think the way that we get better and get healed back is by women remembering the power they have and standing up and refusing to sit down in the back of the room or refusing to be walked over uh, or told to just be quiet. That's not your place. You know, I want all that power to come back. And I think that's where we get to rebalance some of the craziness that's gone on for the last how many hundreds of years. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Cranford, you shared a story with me of someone who went through your course, a small woman, but yeah. who was able to handle an unpleasant situation at work. Do you, you remember Kay. that? <laughs> yeah, it was, she was one of my first clients ever. And she uh, had, <laughs> it's funny because I was just starting my program and I was explaining it to her. I said, like, for example, if someone came into your office here and she was, she, she's a very, you know, slender lady and she actually has challenges with her joints and bones. So she can't do self-defense stuff. She can't do martial arts. 
and so in looking at what I was doing, you know, I built it so that it doesn't matter if you have rheumatoid arthritis. It doesn't matter if you use a walker. It doesn't matter if you're a size two or a size 22, because bad guys target all different kinds of women, not just women who are gym fanatics and muscular and strong and, you know, Olympians. <laughs> uh, but so it was very interesting because I said, for example, if you look around the room, what could you reach to use against an intruder if they came in to attack you in your office? Uh, I said, how many things can you use? And she counted seven. And I said, that's good. That's great. And she said, well, how many do you see? And I think I ended up with 27. And I told her and her mouth just dropped. She goes, really? I'm like, yes, really. And so she ended up going through every course we had at the time. And I went to see her one day in her office and she worked alone in her own office. And she was telling me about some guy that had walked into the office and she was uncomfortable with him. And so she was showing me how she stood up, you know, with her big energy now because she believes in herself. She knows that she's capable, even with bad joints and being a petite woman, you know, that she can stop whatever guy walks in. And she walked up to me to show me what she, how she did it. And she backed me up. I, <laughs> I backed out of the door without even thinking about it, you know, and just I just presence. thought, yeah, it was incredible. I'm like, I love that, you know, that even though I know what's going on, the power she exuded backed me up out the door. And it was is incredible it's just super like edifying to me to go so, wow even against me who knows what's going on i know the game and she still backed me up <laughs> so it's an internal thing it came from within her right right i love that i love yeah. that and every and the, woman can do that oh yeah yeah anybody can do it you know i mean whether you're a 15 year old in high school i mean I had a lady in one of my courses. What was she? 76. <laughs> yes. She only laughs because that lady almost broke my nose, <laughs> almost took an ear off of me. I'm like, whoa, we go slow for a reason. You know, that was in the in class, which is now class number five. Yeah. Uh, what to do when somebody has their hands on you, you know? And so, yeah, when Kay went through that, she just learned so much that was possible and she just wasn't afraid of men anymore. It didn't bother her that was, she was smaller. It didn't bother her that her joints didn't work right. Because, you know, one of the things that I wanted to make sure in that class is that nothing that I teach for you to do if someone's touching you is based on your strength or techniques that you have to go, how turn my arm this, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> So it's based on so many things that you already know how to do. You know, like it, it's fun when I'm using kitchen utensils and I'll have a potato masher. And I guess a lot of younger people might not know what a potato masher is. <laughs> but I'm like, if you know how to use a potato masher, I can show you how to stop a guy from ever touching you again. You know, if you know how to do this, then you can do this. And it's just kind of taking what you already know adjusting your view and going, oh my gosh, I can do all that to a man? Yes. What if he's stronger than me? It doesn't matter. He has the same pain receptors in his body as a tiny guy or a giant guy. And his 
neurology and his brain and his fight or flight activation system still activate. And once his brain sees the woman he's trying to target as prey, as instead of prey, she becomes to his brain a possible predator. Well, now the game has changed completely. And that can happen before anybody even touches anybody. You know, that's what happened when Kay walked up to me with big energy. You know, my brain saw her as a possible threat and my body backed up without me even thinking about it. It was perfect. A reflex. The perfect thing. We had a, yeah. we had a student that um, when she was in her birth family, she had um, been abused and had a traumatic brain injury from the age of three years old. And she was about in, probably 21, 22 when she took the course. And um, so teaching her through this stuff was a little bit different because she learned differently, you know, but she kept in touch with me through Facebook and she, she sent me a note once and she says, I, I noticed I was being followed by a car, you know, coming home. And so she did not go straight home, you know, and she ended up, you know, that she went to a really public place. She ended up being where she was and just, and then the car ended up leaving and it was, and she told me this because she says, I had such an amazing feeling that I knew what to do that I went ahead and went for the job that I've been wanting to get. And she applied for the job she's been looking for because all of a sudden she's like, I can do this. I have capability. And that's, that's the stuff that's so cool around. You come for this, the self-protection, but you just leave with, with so much yeah. more. Yeah. So you introduce them to the power they have within them. I absolutely love it. Now we're out of time. I want to make sure they know how to contact you. So Invincible, I know you're on Facebook. What's the best way for people? Right. To you can get right here. You can <laughs> right find there. me at Femvincible.com. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. Pretty much I'm the only Femvincible on the planet. So if you look up Femvincible, <laughs> it's me. Uh, but yeah, certainly Femvincible.com is the easiest place to go to. And it's, yeah, I'm, oh. I'm excited to teach. It always just fills my heart to teach classes of women and watch them walk out standing taller and shoulders back. And it's incredible. Awesome. Cranford and Penny, thank you so much for coming. And to the rest of the audience, please come back next week at the same time. Join us. And for parents, I urge you to go to five, number five, values for number four, families.com and free information for families to help you with this precious sacred job of raising your little ones. This is Emma Lou Penrod with healingyourfamilies.com.